just trust me, okay? This is Michael, and for our final segment, as promised, Colin McDowell. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm having fun. All right, good. So we talk. I, don't, I think what's good too is the trajectory for this. Um, and we, I would say that it's not a plane crash, but we could look at it as a, a landing. You jumped out of a plane. Mm-hmm. So out of this landing is that we started out talking about everything from your childhood to now. Now we went into your profession, and now we're taking a nice soft landing into all the chaos that is La La Land, Hollywood. So, right now, I think that you know, as well as I do, the biggest thing that just happened was this past weekend. So, first up, we're in the middle of award season. The Golden Globes happened. And this past weekend, we had what was, some, for some, it was a shit show. For us, it was the Grammys. So, did you tune in? Did you watch anything? Have you heard anything about the Grammys? Uh, the only thing I've seen about the Grammys was the space outfit that uh, Nicki, not Nicki Minaj, uh, Cardi B was wearing. And, <laughs> yes. And I heard about... Because my daughter is obsessed with Harry Styles, that he won an award, so she was obsessed with that. And then my wife loves BTS, and they were kind of disappointed BTS did not get their just dues. So kind of, uh, <laughs> and it's so funny roundup. because your biggest thing is that you love hip hop and rap, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you're bumping in the car, that's what you're listening to. Is that correct? Most often. I like a lot of other styles of music, but that's like one of my favorites just because of my childhood and stuff like that. It was, you know, it's just. One of those things, I, I vibe with it. I understand the storytelling and the stuff. It just it goes with me. So who's your like go-to when you're in the car? And even if there's people in the car, who's your go-to to listen to? Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hustle. Okay. Yeah. Now, when no one's around and you have like a guilty pleasure moment, who's like who do you secretly jam out to? Mm, hold on, I gotta look at my phone. I was gonna say oh, he's he's looking and he's like, well, Backstreet Boys. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, because I love Tupac. To... Oh no, right now, annual AA and Azuna, which is reggaeton. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I would never have thought reggaeton. Reggaeton all that's day. Fantastic, and that's when nobody's around. Or are you? One well, that my goes... wife, my family, stuff like that. But I mean, I, most people don't really care because they can't understand the language. So. They right, care less to listen to that stuff, but I like it. So here lately, um, while we're talking about other things too, including current events around the world, one of the biggest things that just happened, Pope Francis says priests cannot bless same-sex unions, dashing hopes of gay Catholics. So obviously, I don't know if anyone's aware, but I'm gay. And I did not know um, that that was something that was in the middle of contention right now because somebody had just told me, and I guess I was misinformed, that that was kind of already in the works, that they were going to be much more accepting of gay people, blah, blah, blah. Um, What are your thoughts with this whole quote-unquote development that apparently, I guess, is not really a huge surprise to me? Well, I mean, it shocks me that, well, not really, it doesn't shock me now I think about it. They're in a monarchy. Right. And that whole family is definitely, I mean, I've heard, and I haven't watched it yet, that The Crown is pretty much, the show The Crown is pretty much all about that kind of family. And oh, so you're, so you're talking about the Meghan Markle story. Uh-huh. Is that right? I was talking about the Catholic Church. Oh, Catholic Church? N- yes, I'm saying the Catholic oh. Church is not allowing gay marriage. I'm like sitting right here. I, I just like, oh. saw that, and that's why I was like, you're looking at that magazine and thinking about that. We're going to circle back around to that, but your mm-hmm. thoughts on the Catholic Church not allowing priests to go ahead with gay marriages. Are you really surprised by that? Because I'm not. I mean, I'm not surprised by it because, again, I was baptized Catholic because I'm an Irish guy. And I even got it. I went to Methodist churches and Baptist churches. Yep. Like, I got away from it because it's so strict. But, see, it's something that, again, it's just one of these things about, like, 
my understanding of Christianity has grown so much with right. all these little subsections. It's like we're really interpreting the same words differently, which right. it never causes for good conversation. Right. Right. Like, let's, if I know your intention and what you say something, I right. can accept it as long as it's positive. Mm-hmm. If it's derogatory, I can't accept it. But the way it's almost set up, it's like that's what you're trying to do. You're yeah. keeping it derogatory. So it almost, again, it, but I don't. I don't expect a religion to change. No. I don't, because then, actually, the religion would crumble yeah. to a degree. Absolutely. Like, they change the look of it or the feel of it and upbeat the music a little bit, but the words are still the same. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're just going to change the person who's saying it. It's, it's It does not shock me at all. I wasn't shocked about it either. I, I was kind of confused in the sense that I thought, number one, we were already working towards them being more accepting, but number two, when I heard that the first time, I thought, are you sure? Because I feel like they're pretty much set in their ways. Here's the thing. Why is that news? Why is that news? Well, I mean, do we hear the Buddhists like on the news? Exactly. I mean, do we hear like do does a like a, a big like Jewish reform come out? Like I look at all religion in a sense, but yeah, we always are focused on because we got that Pope up there. Yeah, got the Pope like, up there. Uh, yes, we do. So, no disrespect, but it's just what it is. It is what it is. Um, you were just talking about though the whole thing that happened with Meghan Merkel. Um, it's gonna be Merkel. It keeps getting brought up a million different times. Did you watch the interview, or have you just heard everything that's gone on gone uh, on around it with the controversy? Uh, I've heard a little bit more about the controversy. Watched a couple of clips of it, and what are your thoughts on the clips that you saw? I'm sure you saw some priceless ones. Yeah, I, I can't tell if she's disingenuous or she's not it's very difficult and again i I deal with people on a daily basis that try to hide things or do stuff and i generally you know i think i'm pretty good at figuring stuff out like that but i but i think it's the construction underneath of which they they come from again it's a monarchy like i was saying earlier it's a monarchy and it's old and it's dated yep and they haven't changed anything except for create new spawn yeah (laughs) exactly absolutely they haven't changed anything so to act like that the problem that we have is why are we giving that attention? Like what I don't understand is why is this attention when this really doesn't apply to us? Right. You see what I'm saying? This hasn't, this is their government. It's like us going into Russia and be like, change your government. Yeah. Like uh, put out better news about yeah. your, your, like nobody, nobody in Russia is going to look at us. Like they're going to look at us like we're crazy. Yeah. And that, that's like an American thing. We like to like take all these things from other things and just create a, a news story, whatever will fit a narrative. Though. Well, and speaking on other governments, what is your thoughts as far as the way that the whole election just unfolded? Was that crazy for you? Was that a huge point of contention in your house with your clients and no, your business? No, actually, this is I am I'm wildly different when it comes to the government. I okay, think, and again, I think this is a people first problem, not a government problem. Okay, we have allowed our government to be again, kind of like the monarchy, archaic. Yeah, archaic. Right. Um, we don't we to look at some other governments that like have different representation, mm-hmm. but still may have like a, an authoritarian, like presidential type figure. But then their their cabinets, their houses are really diverse in the sense that they represent the actual people, what they are right now. We pick an archaic system that's set up like the Bloods and the Crips. OK, you pick one side, you pick the other and that's it. And then right. you're battling with the other side, though you forget that those are the same people you love, regardless before they they had a difference of opinion in you or not. Right. So I think we need to have a, a different look. We need to fix what we need to understand is what's our representation. Right. Right. There's we are unique in the sense in America that we have had so many cultures, kind of like we were talking about in L.A., yep. all embedded here. Mm. So how can no offense? Right. 
How can you have an orange colored dude and a white haired dude that are both about the same age represent how you feel? Right. Represent and know your culture. Right. Any more than they know mine. Right. How can they absolutely do that? They can't. And and, and we get get away from the idea of intelligence as unilateral. Like you're once you're in t- you're deemed smart. You're not smart in all things. Right. But we give credence to that, again, because society yeah. needs a little bit better education. Sorry, society. Y'all pay too much <laughs> attention to these entertainment things. Yeah. But you need – I'm not in that division. Like, I would – I actually didn't vote. Like, I'm going to say this because it's not a popular thing with friends and family. Cause it's I have, true. It's I have true. it on both sides. But it's the one year I didn't. Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't is because I'm getting tired of the system. Mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of people blaming – this when these are the people they keep putting into power and letting stay in power. When you, me, everybody that goes to vote that pays taxes has the right to change that, and we could change it if we get smarter about what do we want that to look like and start getting in those conversations rather than talking about the Keystone Pipeline, a wall, or oh, right. what he he the president said last week, or what happens in this country or that country. Again, focus on what we need to fix first, then we can help everybody else out. We got too many things going on here that needs to get fixed. Do you think we're headed in a better direction now or even slightly in a better direction? I think we got a Band-Aid, which gives people some breathing okay. room, which is always a good thing. Yeah, um, to kind of regroup, right, but reconfigure. The, right, but if the next election comes along and we still make the same decisions, you're going to be back in a more exacerbated form. Absolutely. I agree with that a thousand percent. Just with a different face. Yes. So... Yeah, I, I'm wildly different on that. I don't, I don't care if you were a Trump voter, if you were a, a Biden. You have your reasons and rationales. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But no matter what, like I still love those people, no matter what they are. Unless you know, I'm one of those people. Like unless you're trying to hurt and kill somebody, like I really don't. Like, yeah, absolutely. I let you be a human. You do whatever. You <laughs> exactly. Do. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a break and give time for our sponsors, and we'll be right back in just one moment. Welcome back. So we were just talking about how fucked up our government system is and archaic and all of that. So on the softer side of things, Mm -hmm. what is Colin watching at home on Netflix during lockdown? What are some of your guilty pleasures with Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all of that? What have you been watching? Uh, man, there's so many things. Like, cause you know, me and my wife try to watch stuff together, watch stuff with the kids and whatever. Cause it's like a downtime for me. Cause I'm always moving around and I love movies and stuff. So we like to try a lot of things right now. My wife's on like the, she's learning Korean cause she is part Korean, part Filipino. Okay. So she's learning it. So she also, she, is she a good cook? Oh my God. <laughs> that plain. She never disappoints me. Um, and she's into like Korean soap operas and stuff. So we oh, wow. into like, like I actually, and I love this. There's a, it's like a horror show, Korean horror show called Sweet Home. So dope. It's on Netflix. Really? And, oh yeah. Amazing. I gotta write that down. Sweet Home, uh, Wandering Earth, which was the biggest Chinese movie ever. It feels like. I mean, the thing is, but it's awesome. It's like what happens if Earth had to be pushed away from the sun and we had to find a new sun. Oh it's wow! A nuts thing. It's like Armageddon what, meets like. A what networks other. are these on? I don't know. I mean, but on Netflix, that's the cool part. You can okay. get these things from other countries, and those two were really top. Nice. Um, Trying to think. I mean, obviously, we watch like the. I'm into the Marvel stuff, so I like the Scarlet Witch and the, the other stuff. I gotta watch the new Batman uh, Justice League thing. Were you one of the ones that got into Cobra Kai? 
Did, yes, love it. Were you so surprised? Because I was. Oh. It's, I watched it. I remember when I saw that it was coming, and I was like, oh, this could either go really bad or really good. Did they not knock it out? I, Dude, I love it. And my <laughs> wife, it's so funny, Like, because we, we both love it. But she caught me watching this, like, that stuff is so cheap. I said, but this is exactly what it was back yes. then. The same 80s music, the same. <laughs> yes. like, it was the same. They did a flawless job with it. But that transfer in time, a lot of people fail at that. Yep. When you try to extend the life of something. Like, yep. Dumb and Dumber 1 was a classic. Oh, absolutely. When they really did a true sequel, like, yeah, they had funny moments. But right. you just never could keep that linear magic that you had. So, right. Yeah. I'm, uh, there's a lot of stuff, man. I try all kinds of things. So when comes down to Netflix or HBO Max, I try almost anything. Of course, because I have kids, too. They well, all true. watch different stuff. Too. Have you seen any of the big movie releases? Because they couldn't go into the theaters, so now they're coming on to Hulu, Amazon, um, even HBO Max now first. What are some of the latest movies that you've seen that you can only watch it there, but it is a brand new film? The Denzel Washington movie. Oh, okay. Um, the one with Rami Malek and uh, Jared Leto. Yes. What did you think of that? Amazing. Thought it was amazing. Loved it? Loved it. And I mean, I, I like the combination of those three actors and the way right. they played off each other. Loved that. I watched uh, Hulu just released Boss Level with Frank Gorillo. Oh, okay. Awesome movie. And actually... Oh, I did see the preview for that, but I haven't watched it. It looked like a wild video game when I saw the trailer, so I was kind of like, oh, God, somebody's going <laughs> to... Where are we this. headed? And then I turned it on, and my brother had stopped by, and it totally surprised me. It was not what they, they advertised. You know how they kind of advertise it one way, but then the movie and the plot and the subline are completely not what they showed in the trailer. Right. Which I think was a smart move, because when I watched it, I'm like, this is a dope, innovative idea. And it mm -hmm. was really well executed. It's actually the guy that directed The Grey. Director. Oh, okay. Um, I gotcha. He, you know, he did other stuff other than that, but that was a dope movie. But those are the two I've seen recently. I still got to watch the Justice League that just came out I keep, yesterday. I right? keep talking about this to everybody, yeah. but it's on Hulu. You've still got to watch. If you haven't seen it, tell me your secrets. Killer show. Another one that was a big surprise on Netflix was Firefly Lane. Um, that was a pretty crazy show. I was huge on really knocking the main actress in that, but... It was decent. I mean... Tell it, me your secrets. Yeah, tell me your secrets. And um, the Firefly Lane, that was pretty decent and entertaining. Um, some other ones that I'm waiting... Oh, did you watch either of the two huge movies? Um, they're getting One of them's getting a lot of attention. Hillbilly Elegy or... Um, what's it called? Uncle Frank? No, I have not. I have not watched... But see, that's that's the problem with me. That's why I watch a lot of these shows right. in little increments. Because by the time I'm done, I might get 30 minutes or an hour at the end of the night that I get to hang with them and Yeah, watch and you it. can't invest like a and three dude, hours into a movie. That's why I'm going to have such a hard time with Just League. It's four hours. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to chop this thing up. Uh, yes, yeah, somebody was just talking about that. It's like, oh, God, the biggest thing I'm going to have to figure out is how to find time to watch it all. Um, yeah, th but so, I think it's a cool problem to have, though, with all these streaming services making original content with YouTube, with podcasts, with so much of this content in the digital world. You've got your finger. Like, there's so much you can get. You should never go bored. Like, you remember when we were kids? Yeah, oh, a movie yeah. would come out. Oh, yeah. It would go into theaters, and it would take a year yeah. to come out on a VHS tape. Oh, absolutely. And now it's instant. That's crazy. I was just talking. We have someone that she's going to be coming back on later. She had an accident last week, but she's coming back. It wasn't that bad, according to her, even. Mm -hmm. um, Sid was talking about that she wasn't understanding. Like, if they're coming out so instantly now, what the fuck was the problem in the first place? But the problem in the first place was money. 
They want to maximize the money. They're going to build it up. They're going to make all kinds of drama about it. And then when they release it, they're going to force you to buy those tickets. The only reason they're not doing it now is because they want to make at least some money. So they're releasing it on streaming services. Well, but I think technology is the thing that sped that up. Because think about it. Technology hasn't really done any – outside of the you know what we use it for entertainment purposes, right? If you look at the core nuts and bolts of technology, it mm-hmm. has improved our efficiencies. Right. It's improved a lot. I mean, oh, absolutely. Think about how easy certain things are that they really – like you could turn on your alarm from your phone, turn on your car from your phone. Oh, now you just that. yell it out and it plays music for you, whatever. No, I mean you can do dig on your anything. Where you used to have to put effort or weight, and so I think again, processes, procedures, time over t- task on time over time, like it'll speed up the process. Right? right. Think about it. When people were flying paint planes back in the day, they mm-hmm. had routes, they had people on the ground checking the, the ride, make sure people were lifting off at the right time and making it efficient. But why now can they be really like they could turn and burn? Absolutely, they can. So I, I just, I don't know. It's. I think that part of it's the studio. I think part of it is definitely technology. The main thing I do think, though, is for someone that did work at Best Buy for a long time in the beginning, do you remember when Netflix was just a bunch of red flyers? Yeah, and it was a DVD program that they would send them to you. Wasn't that crazy that it's like, I just remember when I went in and I'm buying something, you see these red envelopes and they're explaining the process and it's like, they're going to send it to my house? What are you talking about? Now it's beamed right into the house. (laughs) Dude, it's, but there's something to be said. Have you ever seen the movie Ready Player One? No, I have not. All right. Watch that movie, like, and then get the book. I'm actually about to get the book because there is a, the, supposedly the book has a lot of the elements, but it's much more detailed. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of technical people that run this world that really think that's the way we're moving. Oh, right? Ready so Player that, One? That's the way. Okay. Our technology is that we're headed moving, that way? That, like our society will be moved into that completely. And you actually see signs of that book that was written a long time ago today. You're actually looking at it and like, hold on. Because look, Facebook just put out the news yesterday. They're actually testing... Um, their what is it they're, like some program that where your brain can control your computer? Oh God, that's scary. Facebook is working that out right now. I believe it. Self-driving cars, right? Yeah. All these things. Look at that book. Look at the movie, and then you're going to be like, hold on, this is where we're moving. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's actually it. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's like you know, like Tupac's music, right? Still, yep. You, yep. you hear it today. It sounds like he wrote it for the future. Oh, right. Like it's, no, right. Still I, I agree with that. You know, it makes people feel, he's still alive. Is he dead? Like, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> I think there's there are people that literally are tapped in that when they write or they do something, they don't realize that they're really seeing something from a distance. Like mm-hmm. You could look at movies and be like, hold on. Remember when it's, they said that there was going to be touch screens like a minority report? Yes. And all of a sudden now we're Here we are. At, now we got like... <laughs> What? Hold on. So they predicted and then they made it? I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, man. It always boggles my mind. I, I agree with that. It's funny to look at it and think about how unfeasible it was. And then you see it as it slowly unravels. And like you said, yeah. Because, you know, right now what they're talking about are the, um, the, phone, the, the phones that are going to be basically embedded on your wrist. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's like, I don't think it's too far off for us to start thinking like that. No. I mean, we remember watching the Jetsons way back when, mm-hmm. and now you can just talk to your house, and your house sets alarms and gives you reminders. And yeah, it's, all, it's, it's really getting a little bit scary, especially because, too, now we've kind of gotten ourselves in a predicament where our phones and our devices are listening to us mm-hmm. whenever, so the creepy thing for me is I have my watch, and sometimes I'll be talking, and then it'll beep, 
and I look, and it is actually copying down all the sentences of what I'm saying. And it's like, yeah. Well, have you have you seen that documentary where they talk about, like, they have all the social media people that came in and said, um, that basically showed you when they created it, how AI is influenced, and they've now collected enough. Google, all these companies have collected enough data on each one of us that they, they know what you're going to do before you do it. Basically, you know right. Walk out of the house. They know what you're going to eat, what you're going to buy, what grocery store you're going to, what you're going to pick. They know what you're going to. That's do. why I hate clicking on the ads on Facebook because it gets to know you. It's yeah, it really does. But what was really crazy to me was I started paying attention to it when I think it was two years ago. Um, a roommate had looked at his phone and he said, "Do you know what's crazy?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "It's Mother's Day coming up," right. and an ad popped up and it showed. A connection from Illinois and a heart from Illinois to Virginia. And he goes, I open it. He goes, clearly it was marketed to me. I'm from Illinois here in Virginia. I said, okay, but answer me this. Did you order it? He goes, well, yeah, I did. (laughs) But see, that's the the scary part. It is. You can look up socks or shoes Mm -hmm. one time and then you're seeing it on your Facebook. Yes. You're seeing it on your Instagram. You're seeing it. And it's like they are literally tapping into your cerebral court, and they're literally saying, "Hey, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me, get me." Like, have you gotten sucked into it during COVID when you're sitting at home and all of a sudden the ads are popping up? You're like, "I didn't need it, but I kind of want it." No, now. <laughs> no. I, you know what? This is funny. I go through this with my wife and my kids. Like every time they want to get me something, I can get whatever I want to get when I want to get it. Right. But I don't really want much. Right. Let me get time. Let me hang out. Let me relax. Not have to work. Not have to solve a problem. Not have. Let me just do that. Give me a glass of wine. Give me a cigarette. Let me right. hang out. Get some music. Good conversation. I'm chill. I'm good. Yeah. I am so good. Yeah. Now, to say, like my wife, Amazon is a staple at my house. So <laughs> Amazon comes on a regular. She's the one that has that yeah. uh, little sign that says, please, delivery around backs uh, or don't ring the bell so my husband won't hear it. No, no. We got the ring and we got all that security stuff. So I got cameras. It doesn't matter. You're she like, knows oh, I'm, I know when it's yep. I don't really care. It's yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Because I don't need And I know she's getting stuff for the kids and different stuff. Yep. But I literally feel like I see Amazon. They got to know us by like first name bait like, yep absolutely you know my kids birthdays you're probably gonna celebrate something i, I don't know yeah. well we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life. Welcome back. So we're gonna close out this segment talking about music. We just finished talking about entertainment, any all things related to um, Hollywood, celebrities, um, shows. Then we went on to talk about some current events and things. Now we're gonna be talking about music. So what are some? And I know that you loved rap and hip hop and all this. From the beginning, mm-hmm. as it were, because mm-hmm. we're relics now. Mm-hmm. So with that, what do you find that you're liking in or not liking about rap and quote rap artists? Because I feel like there's a difference between rappers and actual rap artists mm-hmm. today versus the originators like Notorious, mm-hmm. like Tupac. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some big changes that you're seeing that you're either liking or not liking? Um, I think, you know, again... Artistry is essentially authenticity for whatever your story is, your experiences, whatnot. So I'll say that first. Thousand um, percent. 
I feel like a lot of them are copying and just trying to, I, I call it TikTok fame or Instagram fame, their way of whatever's hot now. They figure out what those tools are and they exploit those tools and that becomes kind of their music and message. Right. Uh, which doesn't play well with me because it's not right. your experience. It's just what you're doing to pander to whatever audience you're trying to get the money out of. You're just it's, trying to be the next hot thing for that moment. Right. Um, which, you know, there are artists that are out that are newer of generation that I like, like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, right? Mm-hmm. They're very good. Big Sean. Like, they're younger. They're not of our, mm-hmm. dem- like, age, but they are, they're really good. They're artists. They actually make sense. Like, See, I like that you say that they're artists because to me it's like, if Biggie, if Tupac, if they were still around, I believe they would still be releasing music because they had something to say. Whereas there's those people that come out and they quote unquote are a rapper, but then they disappear after like a season or two. Because they just released a couple tracks, they made their money and they bounced. They, they weren't relevant. You're you're right, but I mean, you have artists still that have been around, like Wu-Tang still puts out music. Right. But see, not they don't have as heavy of a following as somebody like a, a stupid kid, unfortunately, like Takashi Six Nine, who literally <laughs> exploits everything and is just like an internet troll. He he's not an artist. Okay, he's just somebody talking trash, trying to you use the troll game to win, and he's winning with the troll game. Respect to that, he's using it. But I don't like his music. So who would you say are like your top three artists to watch that nobody maybe really is popularly following right now? I mean, you got to watch these reggaeton artists. I think they've got a story because they have gone like similar in story that came up in hip hop. A lot of it was from inner cities and stuff like that. Okay. Where it was, you know, impoverished stuff. And they this was their, their art that they put together and they right. created. And I think they figured it out. Like Annual AA and Azuna are two that I really love out of... Um, out of reggaeton mm-hmm. but i like watching um who's the one right now let me look it up give me one second i'm gonna say well and what do you think about the nuances of so we're talking about male rappers and stuff like this what do you think about some of the newer up-and-coming female rappers and the rap scene for them uh i i like uh cardi b uh, my wife loves her to death but i like that she is her Uh, There was a statement that was released recently where she literally said, stop expecting me to raise your children. Mm -hmm. I don't think she could have been more clear because I feel like that's the missed message is she's going to put on a show. Mm -hmm. It's going to be her show, Mm -hmm. just like Nikki was putting on her shows, just like Missy would put on her shows. They're not there to be the babysitter. So if you're you're watching and you're tuning in, you know you're going to see something. Oh, yeah. I mean, she she is phenomenal. Lizzo, you know, she's a rock star. Rockstar, right, like that. that's right, yeah. rock star like Lizzo. Um, but I think generally it's the women that are proud to be themselves. Megan the Stallion, right? Yep, proud to be themselves, and they don't care. Like mm-hmm. a dude doesn't care in rap, right? Absolutely, very similar. Even though they may be singers, when I in that you that authenticity again of being an artist, you're given the message that look like me, and I'm you can do this too. Right. Like, without even saying it, look like me and you could do this too. I love that. But okay. then their message has to be congruent with you know, what you, you kind of expect out of somebody that speaks the way they speak, has a platform they have. So depending on where their experiences are, I mean, as long as it doesn't become kind of like, unfortunately, Taylor Swift who talks about every breakup she's ever had. Not that she's All not a talented place. writer. But I mean, it's one-dimensional, and people are not one-dimensional. So I've, we were talking about this last week or the week before. Right. Who are some artists that you have just, you know what, I've heard enough. Can you just stop trying? Can you stop releasing music? You're good. We're good. We got your message. 
What are some artists that you're ready to just uh, hang it up? Takashi Six Nine needs to sit down. Hang it up. Yeah, he needs to hang in the corner. <laughs> uh, he just needs to sit down for real. Uh, who else? Um, because there's a lot of different artists that they just keep going. What I'm also noticing too are as artists seem to kind of shift out of their mainstream, some of them realize they still have something to say, but maybe they really only have something to say when it comes to being able to add something to someone else's track and being featured artists pretty regularly. So like what I like is maybe Missy doesn't really have a main, main thing to say in this moment, but she's going to say something and add it to somebody else's. So I'm liking that she's still popping up a lot. But I don't think people are really ready for her the way we... Like, she was the first, like... I must say, like, everything that Lizzo does, and so, they followed Missy up. Like, Missy Elliott came out and was like, I'm going to wear a trash bag in this video. Yes. I'm going to do this. Like, she... And she was unique. And she yes. stood on her own. And she still... She could come back anytime she wants. It's Love actually her. like... But again, the younger generation would not receive her the way we did. Because now you got all these people that are willing to do all kinds of weird things in videos (laughs) to get attention when she was really just being at her creative best. And that was her language to speak to people with outside of the music that she wrote. So it made her unique because that was, again, authentically who she was. Right. So, like, DMX. DMX is getting ready to come out with a new album. Finally. The Locks. I mean, they're <laughs> artists that literally stuck around from our generation that kids won't look at the same. No. And I'm going to be like, well, first of all, DMX had five number one Billboard albums yeah. in a row. In a, like every album he was coming out with, number one. Well, and I you like the way you phrased that, that, that they're not looking at them the same way that we did because I, I and it sucks. You know, there's the ones in their 20s. I think we experienced this last week or the week before. One of the other guests that was on, uh, she's in her early 20s, and we had dropped a name like someone like Missy or Lil' Kim or Notorious or whatever. I don't remember who it was, and she kind of looked at us like, oh, yeah, I, I remember my mom talked about them. Do you not know who that is? How can you not know? Yeah, but that's, you know what? That, that is cyclical, though. In, Paved in a way, the way. Because my parents obviously like different music, Ab- right? Absolutely. So that's how I know of The Temptations, Al Green, stuff like that. But it, back then, oh, God, I hated listening to it, right? And then you get older and you go back to it and you're like, I was jamming. That, yeah. that was some good stuff. And Absolutely. Then you would get, like, you know, Bill Weathers and you get... You get so much classic stuff, but you realize in each generation that kind of turns over. Just like my kids listen to Wu Tang, listen to everything in the house. Like, <laughs> so they actually they get down and they'll listen to it. But classic, they, but they still get their own thing. Like my son is a huge dancer, loves it. I can't dance a lick. No, he is loves BTS, dances tail off. Awesome. So he loves like uh, EDM music. He yeah. likes. He's on this whole different vibe at seven years old, but he still likes Tupac and he still yeah. likes this and. We we just got an eclectic mix in my house. Like if I showed you my phone, I've got Eric Clapton, I've got stuff, but my primary is always because that speaks to me in a in a way. So the kids are gone. Mm-hmm. Your wife and you finally have a weekend alone or a night alone. It sounds like your life is too hectic. Mm-hmm. What's playing at your house? Generally, whatever my wife wants to play, which right now is going to be BTS. <laughs> she loves them too, so I'm, I kind of get stuck in that. Like you're the I'm, BTS loop, dude. I, I I hear it so much that one of these days I'm sure I'm going to be able to sing it. But I try to tune it out because I'm like I hear the same song. <laughs> they only got a, but a certain catalog. You know what I mean? I yeah. Just, but when I'm hearing it over and over, and over I'm like, okay, I, I just. It's like water waterboarding. Yes. You know, it's like yeah. there's a torture going She's on. She's trying to break you into it. <laughs> she really. I mean, she really is, but. I mean, like I said, for her, my son, they love it. My daughter was trying to kill me. I mean, her whole room 
is one direction out. She caught on that one direction. You and know, it was late, over. And yeah. always over. Like she got every one of them all over her wall. I'm like, and then you're a hormonal teenager. I need you to slow down. Yeah. Need you to slow it down. You got to relax. So <laughs> with that going on and your wife's got you all BTS. Cause I have noticed that the people that are, as soon as they get sucked into that, they are such huge super fans. They want to only listen to that all the time. I feel like there's subliminal messaging pumped in through those lyrics. <laughs> I have no idea how they I see they're... that with my wife and my son because predominantly... Now, my wife, I will say this, she has probably one of the best music acumens I've ever known because her she could play instruments, clarinet, first chair, could play... Right. Again, an artist, she likes all kinds... Like, I discover things because my wife's like, did you hear this? I'm like, no. And she'll turn it on, like... Turn me on to different music. But her dad's like that. Her dad loves all different kinds of stuff. And so she's really good. But when she gets on something, like this BTS right now, she's on it. So what was the song that was the first dance at your wedding? Oh, God. We didn't have one. You didn't? No. We actually did a shotgun wedding. A shotgun wedding and just ran out? We ran out. I got a a, a friend of mine was uh, who actually worked with me. He was an agent. She was a pastor. Mm-hmm. Loved her to death. My wife loved her. And we literally went to Lions Bridge over by Newport News yes, Park. Beautiful. Had had her read vows and then and literally good to we go. Went, and we went to Great Wolf Lodge with the kids and we had a weekend and that was it. That's like, perfect. Because we were engaged for like two three years before we ever got married. And at that time, we financially to get the wedding you want to have the amount of people, absolutely you know stuff like that. It was just like why don't we do it this way? If if there was a song that reminds you like it's your guys' song, what song is that? Mm, that is a toughie. There's so many songs that we like. Like your top three songs. Like if it comes on on the radio and you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, I'm thinking of you. Hmm. I think anytime I hear Anthony Hamilton, oh, I think okay. of my wife. Even though I listened to Anthony Hamilton before I met my wife and she listened to him too. It just brings just that this, up. And he's got this soulfulness and this thing. I mean, I, I love his voice. So yeah, I think... Him, for sure. Anytime a song comes in, I think of my wife. That's fantastic. Well, I'm so glad that you came all this way, stuck with us, hung out with us. I hope that you had a good time. Thank you so much for being here. As always, when I call you next time, I want you to just trust me, okay? All right. I Thank love you. It. We'll be back.